If I was ready. If anybody has a hidden immunity idol and you want to play it, now would be the time to do so. The queen stays queen. He said Russell Feathers. Did you do that? Yeah. I'm supposed to talk glamour to you. We have ranked bananas all the time. Dude, my prize isn't even a million dollars. My prize was that I, I, fell in, I, I fell in love in this game. Love at first sight. Her name is Candy. You officially go down as the dumbest survivor ever. Welcome to Not Game. On personal, hey, we are a Survivor podcast. Here, talk about all things Survivor, more specifically the events of this week's episode. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. Welcome, Tony. Welcome, welcome to your podcast. Hey, thanks, thanks for having me on on our podcast. Thanks for having me on our podcast. Hey, it, we couldn't do it without you, Nathan. Well, I agree to disagree there, but. Well, we couldn't do it with the intro and everything, because every time you miss, you withhold the intro, so we can't use it. That is how I keep my job security. I do not mm-hmm. give you any access to our theme song, any sort of, I, I mean, I guess that's really it, right? That's literally it. You got, <laughs> you, you got the passwords to upload yourself, but just, yeah. <laughs> when you do, you have to do your own theme song. And it's arguably a better theme song. Yeah, so if you want to, if you haven't heard Tony's rendition of our, not even rendition, his uh, his own take on the Not Game All Personal theme song, you'll have to go back. What was it first episode of Big Brother 23? I think the first two. First two? Yeah. Yes. Because... I remember having to remember the song that I sang. The, first time. <laughs> <laughs> the season started and I was in Disney World. I will. Yes. They announced the season because they announced it like a couple weeks. It was like only three weeks in advance. I'm sure they're like premiere date. And I was like, shoot, I've had Disney World book for months. So that was fun because it was later in the year, too. We see where your priorities lie. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Disney World with my family. That's where they lie. Sorry, listeners. You're (laughs) you're down there. (laughs) I'm sorry, listeners, that you have to deal with this nonsense. But guess what? We're here today. Me and Tony. As we've been all season. What a weird intro to this week's episode. It was a wild Survivor. <laughs> it was a fun ride. Oh, how are we feeling so far with uh now after tonight's seven seven people left? We um we still feeling good about this season, like where things are heading, how, how things Certainly. are wrapping up. Yeah, I'm I'm still having a lot of fun. Um I was a little surprised that some of the stuff from last week wasn't really addressed to like the rest of the group. It, there was nothing showing like Hey, this is what happened at tribal. They both played their idols. Like that was just, it happened. And that was it. There was no Hmm. sharing of that information, but other than that, yeah, it's still a fun episode. It's still a really good season. It's very interesting. I think right now I see a front runner based on edit, but we can get to that later. Interesting. Um, And yeah, we can see, see where we're at. How do we, how do we want to do this? Do we want to just go chronologically like, like we usually do or do you want to hit anything major? Yeah. Let's just go chronologically. Like we usually do. Um, You kind of hit on it, but I think like the, the results of last week um, didn't really come into play at all, which is interesting Mm -hmm. because I, I, when the episode started, that was the thing I was looking forward to most Um, because I just kept thinking in my head, right? Like the first, the first team last week that voted out Roxroy, not even aware of what they caused as far as mm-hmm. like a very yeah. dramatic and emotional tribal council for the second team, you know? So there was no, there was none of that. Like clearly they must've been made aware of it. You know, you can't not talk about that. 
mm-hmm. we didn't get to see any of it. So I, I was a little bummed out on that because I, I really wanted to be like, oh, wow, you voted Tori out. How'd it go? Like, what happened? And then it's like, oh, this is all your fault, you know? Like, <laughs> none yeah, of that. For you guys. <laughs> to be fair, no one's upset that Tori got voted out, though. Well... No one, no one in the game seems they, to be upset that she's out. It was the smart move because she was clearly the front runner for competition beast, you know. So they they had like she she's sixty six percent win rate in individual immunities, so they had to get her out the the first time she lost. You know, that's just a fact. Yep, just a fact. All right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I thought we were done with this last week. I'm so upset. I didn't Gosh. bring. I did not bring up her name tonight. That's true, but you, boy, did you jump on it immediately when I did. <laughs> so when they get back from Tribal, we see, first of all, I think one big thing is Mike is upset that they went with Roxroy because they think yes. it screwed him over, um, which is fair because Roxroy wasn't a fan. I didn't see him give Mike a look. At least I don't remember if they showed that, but he was very specifically like, oh, yeah, he gave me this look. Um, so he mentions this to Omer and one big thing that we need to make sure we mention: did you see the failed fist bump yeah i was about Homer to bring that up and mike poor guy like Ooh. really solid gameplay in the season up until this point but that was like the biggest downfall he's had i would say in all his season. defense it was dark it's nighttime <laughs> but you don't go for a fist bump mike, mike didn't mike didn't have the night vision that we as the audience had no. <laughs> so he just kept looking off into the distance not able to see anything <laughs> Yeah, Uh, but that's about all that it shows. So he Mike shares that frustration, and Omer takes that and it it plants a seed in Omer, and he that comes back to not to haunt anyone except for the person who got out. But yeah, that was that was interesting that Mike was complaining about that, and that was definitely the beginning of what happened this episode. Yeah, and I I think it makes sense, and I kind of like that we got to see that uh, because that was the question of like what was Mike thinking when he voted out Roxroy? Cause I think I was, I think we might've been both surprised that he also wrote down Roxroy's name. Cause it just needed to be a three, two. So the fact that it was four, one that they got Mike as well um, to turn and kind of be dishonest, I suppose, when he claims to be playing such an honest game the whole season. Um, yeah. A little surprising. So it makes sense that he's kind of wrestling with that and not too happy about it. Um, it definitely comes across like he didn't have a choice and Roxroy was going to go home. So he might as well write his name down, but he is not happy with it. Is there a downside or like a level of dishonesty? If high goes to him and High's like, Hey, we want to vote out Roxroy. I know you don't want to do that, but I want your blessing because I respect you. And then Mike still votes for Romeo and pretends like he didn't know that Roxroy was the target. Like, is that, I guess that is slightly dishonest, but is it worse than what he did? Like, that's my question. Could he have done that? Would that have shown high that he wasn't fully loyal? I, I just don't know why that wasn't wasn't a thing that was done. Yeah, no, because that definitely happens um, in Survivor and even like Big Brother 2, where it's like, look it, I cannot write their name down. Like, I'm not going to say anything to them and you can do whatever you want. However, like for me personally, I can't do it. Um I would think that that'd be okay, but you never know with High. You know, I think what we've seen from High this season is he does let the power go to his head a little bit. And so we don't know how much pressure he was giving Mike. You know, like maybe that wasn't an option in High's eyes. High's eyes. Wow. That's a that's a nice pairing of words. 
Tony, you are muted. Uh, no, wow. I wasn't muted. I was just mouthing it to make you better look believe foolish. I'm leaving that in the That's edit. That's really embarrassing. <laughs> like, I'm for not you taking that, that out. You didn't even <laughs> consider the fact that I was messing with you. Don't you look like an idiot? All right. And if I just suddenly start, you just suddenly heard sound for me, that was intentional. That wasn't me unmuting while I was already talking. Don't mm-hmm. worry, people. So uh i can't remember what i was gonna say anyways uh yeah that's what it was so hi <laughs> i feel like everybody says that high has so much power and is driving the ship more than i think i realize a lot of times it doesn't feel like he's the one or at least people view him as the leader and the person that's pushing it along which is interesting because he's certain uh, it, to me it doesn't look like he is but that's how they're viewing it for sure yeah i mean i think we also get the perspective like we're seeing i mean Omer, right, who I would say is very much, if not the person driving the ship right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all perspective, you know, so we're seeing everything. But I think like from them, High is definitely a very vocal, I want to be the leader type person. And so I think that's mm-hmm. maybe where that comes from is like, because he's the most upfront about it, he's an easy one to pin as, oh, this is the person leading the charge. Mm-hmm. So the next morning, um i think that's all that we really saw at the night thing it, people came back and they're like oh that was an emotional tribal there was some stuff like that but nothing major gameplay wise yeah the next morning the big points that we see are omer and Lindsay are upset with jonathan and they're talking about maybe jonathan is the next target and then they show Lindsay almost find the idol and marianne find the idol yes bummer for Lindsay. holy cow did she like touch it she was very close yeah I think that the only reason they showed Lindsay almost finding it is to show that it wasn't just put out there for Marianne to find because they felt bad she was forced to play her. She felt forced to play her idol last tribal. Oh. I think that's the only reason they edited it that way. That's a that's a good call. I didn't even think the Facebook group mm-hmm. would have erupted. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're just going to give her an idol now? Like, no, people are looking. Don't worry. She was right I, there and she missed it. Nah, I hate digging into the Facebook group so early, but there was a post uh, or today of like, who do you think the most overrated player is? And the person who posted it was saying Jonathan, like, I don't know, some of the points we brought up. It's like, he's not like that mm-hmm. great or whatever. They were just saying he's overrated. The majority of comments were saying that Marianne is such an overrated player. And, and like, and I was like, who is, who is rating her high? Does anyone think that she's like an amazing player? I, no. It just, it threw me off. Like the word overrated with her. I don't know. She hasn't made a single strategic decision that I can think of. She hasn't been strong in competitions and people have been getting annoyed by her a little bit. Yeah. So she's like, not like perfect socially. Perhaps, you know what I mean? Like there's perhaps like relationally, you know, and she does mm-hmm. have advantages, but like, she's definitely not a bad player, but like, no, who is saying that she's a front runner that, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. She's a front runner to make it to the end because she's a goat. She feels like a goat to me, honestly. Which I've said that for a long time. I think she could make final three. I think we both said it. Did I say that? Maybe you said it. Maybe right. you did. Did I? One did of you? us said it. Did I just? On. I, don't I think remember. we both we both agreed. <laughs> we'll say it that way. <laughs> we should really listen to our own episodes. <laughs> Or take notes about what the hot takes that we throw out there. Jeez. Um, <laughs> we need a so fact Marianne, checker. This is why we need a producer, someone to come in. And... <laughs> yep. So this was just an idol, right? 
no yes, no straight up straight up idol straight up immunity idol. and she she clarified that too when she read it she she said in her confessional like there's no you know the where there's nothing it's just straight up idol which is interesting because we didn't see a real idol last season granted i don't think mm-hmm. an idol was actually played oh is that correct does that sound right Xander might have played his at that last rival just to make sure. He did, yes. But there was never a moment where there was an idol to be found mm-hmm. after the first idols. So, like, we never got to see the second wave of idols where this season we do. So, it is interesting. Like, after the, the twist of having to say the phrase in front of everyone, they're just going to hide it and then there's no stipulation to it. Do you think they just didn't hide them last year when people like Shan got voted out and who else had idols that got voted out? Whoever all got voted out. Um, it was Shan and Nasir. Yes, correct. Yep. Yeah, I, I suppose not because they were definitely voted out early enough that they could have rehit them. Hmm. Might have just never found them. I don't know. That's interesting. It'd be interesting to know if they were out there or if they made that adjustment this season. That would be a fun fact. How many idols have like never been found? Mm, that would be very interesting. Man, that'd be fascinating. Because there'd be um, no reason to show that in the edit. Like, oh, no. here's a hidden idol, and no one's ever going to find it. It's a, one of those extra bonus things that would be fun to be able to see. Mm-hmm. Or just, yeah. like, it'd be fun if there was just, like, a 24-hour camera hooked up to where an idol is. And so it's just constantly watching to see. So you can see every single person that walked by it or got close to it and didn't even consider touching it. That's true, because, like, watching Lindsay was, like, super entertaining you know yeah. so just to know like how often does that actually happen is someone like that close because that mm-hmm. i mean that that's a completely different winner of the season you know mm-hmm. if that happens like you know Absolutely. idols are huge game changers so the fact that someone can be inches away from changing the entire course of the season that's huge mm-hmm. or if players it'd be very fun they're never going to do this and this is getting really deep into this but if you had like trackers on the players and just a map of the island and you can see where each player traveled to search for the idol so you see every mm. spot that they looked and like you could just yes. see the entire because then like that would be so interesting to see like oh ben was actually looking so much earlier and so much more than everybody else in his season or russell is actually that good at finding idols or he just works harder than everybody else to find idols like where where is that line for some of these people who just happen to fall into an idol every time yeah like look up the correlation between distance traveled and idols found Mm-hmm. what a weird stat that <laughs> that would fascinate me i don't oh, think it would be too it. yeah no track track them track them all over please like i want to track everything mm-hmm. they do everything they say and just observe what's the what's the correlation of winning the game of survivor versus you know how much you use a machete like what, what's that what's that correlation you know the more the more mm-hmm. you whack at a at a tree the more likely you are to find an idol. I want to know what, what that stat is. Like, I want to know your time spent in the ocean fishing compared to how valuable you are to the tribe. Stuff like that. <laughs> yes. There's got to be so much footage. We could just go back and track this. Like when people watch basketball games from the fifties and track rebounds, cause they didn't back then. I do. Uh, I do have an in with a cameraman on survivor. That's true. Got to, got to pull in a favor at some point. I don't know what, we just spend hundreds of hours tracking the like where everybody walks every minute of the day. Hi, can you give me footage that wasn't aired? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be available, right? Just just hook me up. It's great. <laughs> it's public domain. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so after all of that, we see her get the idol. Like I said, we see Omer and Lindsay very nervous about Jonathan and how pushy he was and how set he was on what, what he wanted to do last week. So they both seem on board for going for Jonathan. That seems to be their thought process going from there. I think was high mentioned prior to the, no, not prior to the reward, prior to the immunity though, for sure. That I don't recall. I don't, I don't know if he was wow that's bad of me yeah, i don't think, I don't he, think was. he was no i would have i think i would have noted it we'll say um, no we'll, we'll get a fact checker to tweet at us when we're wrong mm-hmm. so Lynn, we have the reward challenge Lindsay wins reward um and she does the correct thing when you win a reward she picked the people who politically it's like you haven't had a reward yet so i'm going to take you like that's that's the easiest way to do it where it makes people the least upset and the most like understanding of why you did that. Yes. Um, it, people will it, still get mad occasionally, but that's, that's the best defense against people who could get mad. Yeah. And it, it didn't seem like anyone got mad, but it also just worked out in her favor that these were also two people that were like probably the most helpful for her, mm-hmm. you know, like Omar, she, I think, I think we're underestimating their relationship. And I think this episode showed us that they are probably more on the same page, at least as far as gameplay goes, Mm -hmm. Um, like similar styles of playing. And so I think that was helpful for her to pick him. But then Mike, too, because clearly Mike was like, you know, easily manipulated (laughs) from Mm -hmm. which really comes into play. So, yeah, I think in fortunately for her, the people who didn't have reward yet were the correct people to take strategically as well oh yeah yeah sometimes it might screw you over with the people you don't want to be with in that situation you kind of have to just like do what you want to do but it did work out very well so that kind of helps a lot yeah one question i had going into the next section was has feet have we have we ever seen fiji this rainy no because Fiji's usually pretty dry and that's one of the reasons that they like to go there but it feels like it's rained a lot, at least in this episode and last episode. There was a lot of rain. Well, the a rain, lot of choppy water, all that. Yes, stuff. I was gonna say the wind too. It seems like every challenge is just almost impossible to do. Um, and so I do wonder if they filmed at different time of year. I would assume they they did because it's just been. I think it was May and June were the film months that they did four oh yeah with yeah, maybe spilling right over on either side but those were 41 and 42 is around that time May 16th uh, yeah wow there was only a six-day break between the filming that's crazy yeah i mean okay yeah what i'm seeing i'm like i'm just briefly going through previous seasons and it looks like it's always oh ghost island was in june to july april to may yeah. Okay. So it's not it's not that different. Must just I don't know time of year. I guess I don't, I don't know how yeah. weather works. Don't ask me these questions. Sorry, sorry. But but do you agree that it's felt more extreme than usual? Yeah. I mean, they did say that these would be the hardest seasons ever. You know. CBS has a weather machine conver- confirmed. CBS said, despite it being a shorter amount of time out on the island, that these would be the hardest challenges and obstacles they'd ever have to face so 
if anything, I'd trust CBS because they know uh, they, they're just correct, you know? Yep, I do know. Jeez. <laughs> Tough conditions. That's my point. Uh, so then they go back to camp. Um, and, and it's interesting that they all go back to camp together for a little bit before they go to reward. I feel like that doesn't happen often either. I feel um, like it sometimes happens, but only if the reward is like smaller. Or you get your reward back at camp. Yes. Yeah. Very so the fact that this was later. like, this was like, they, they spent the night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like a weird, a weird thing. Um, yeah, I don't know how much it changed or affected anything, but yes, odd for sure. And it didn't seem like, okay, so, well, well, I won't jump too far ahead. So we get back to camp after the reward challenge. High gets his backstory. Um, very much foreshadowing in this season, it feels like. Yes. I guess with Romeo, we had a backstory and then he didn't go, but this is I the think second it's... time that we had it and it's like, okay. Yeah. Cause it. it was with Lydia, right? Uh, Lydia. And then also the first guy. What's Zach? No, the first, first guy who had to oh, leave Jackson? because of, yeah, Jackson. That's what yes. it was. So those two, I know, cause for him, it was like, he's getting a lot of airtime. What's this about? And then, yeah, he had to leave. So understandable. Yeah, and then Lydia was like, where's she been all season? It's like, oh, wow, here she comes? Nope. And then, yeah, Hi is just – I think they got to this episode, and they're like, oh, Hi's going to get voted out. We have to we have to edit him in the backstory now. <laughs> mm-hmm. They should just plan on doing that every episode as is and try not to do it on their eviction episode. Because we didn't get a – Not eviction, but – We didn't get a backstory last week at all, I don't think. So it is weird how they just like randomly decided to do it. Did we? We got Marianne's recently. Maybe. In the last couple weeks. I don't know if we did last week. There's a high chance I wasn't paying attention if there was one. Yeah. I I I don't remember what High talked about. High talked about how he grew up in a tough situation. Um, And he's thankful for his family, I think. But anyways, High gets his backstory, which is great foreshadowing. And then right before they leave, um, Lindsay is really starting to aim for Jonathan. That feels like that's her her direction and what she wants to do until they get to the reward. Um, they get family messages, classic. And then Omer starts getting to uh, starts getting a little fancy with it, which I had a lot of fun with. It was fun to watch him do what he does. He lies to mike just makes up a lie and tells it to him to to get mike to turn on high and so omer at this point wants to go for high over jonathan and he's kind of pushing that with mike and with uh lindsey at this reward yeah i definitely wonder because i know omer and lindsey talked about jonathan but i wonder how much omer actually wants that because we don't see omer talk about that with anyone else other than lindsey Whereas Lindsay, it feels like that's more of her plan. So I don't know. I we didn't really see anything indicating that, but I do wonder. Like, is Omer still? Is Jonathan still his number one? Because um, if that's the case, that makes sense for him to try to go after High and almost do it in a way because now he avoids having to get Lindsay to not do the plan. You know, he doesn't have to talk mm-hmm. to her and be like, "Hey, I think we should keep Jonathan." So I, if that's the case, 
I mean, just even more strategic points in my mind, because that's a much cleaner way of changing the target. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that Omer said is one of my favorite things that he's said all season is you tell a good lie, not a stupid lie. And that's, I feel like so many times people say stupid lies. They're like, oh yeah, I'm going to tell you this. And it's like, that doesn't make sense. Why would you say that? I mean, we saw, we saw hi, tell a stupid lie tonight. Yeah. (laughs) It was a very, very good, just like both sides of it where it's just like, yeah, he's lying to me. Why would he do that? Why would he play an idol for me? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Whereas Omer is like, oh yeah, Mike has already expressed his frustration. So uh, earlier on, so now he's going to bring that back and be like, Hey, here's the, this is happening now. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, I think comparing him to high is really fun because like I mentioned earlier, high is the one that thinks he is high thinks that he is Omer, you know, like the Mm -hmm. one calling the shots, the one who has good relationships and Omer is Omer, you know, like he is the actual one doing it, but you just wouldn't necessarily know on the Island and it's incredible that he hasn't gotten caught yet because it feels like every single week he's doing this every single week. At least the edit is making it appear that he is the one that is deciding who goes home. And he's the one talking to almost everybody on the Island, you know, like, so now he's getting Mike to turn against his number one, which is again, was already in the works, but I think he he saw what happened last week and just is going with the momentum. It's it's really fun to watch. Oh yeah, it's 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 a blast to watch. Um, so in the last few weeks, here let me pull this up. I think he might have decided every single vote over the last few weeks. So we know that he was high. He he was the mastermind of that. He made that happen. Roxroy, he was the one that was first like, hey, maybe we should get rid of Roxroy instead. Um, Chanel, was he, did he push for Chanel? How did Chanel happen? That one was just a pretty basic one. I, I don't know if he necessarily wanted that, but I think he went along with that. Cause that was the one that was Mike, Mike was like really pushing uh, for Chanel and Romeo was like the other option. So yeah, I think that, that one might be a little toss up. But Lydia, I think for sure he was, he was the one that masterminded Lydia for sure. Correct. Without a and vote. So all but. For the tribals that he has attended, he's three for four for being the person who decided who went home that night. Yes, like the person as in like the episode is making us focus on him and seeing him Mm -hmm. as like the source of it, which is Mm -hmm. crazy. Which they're showing us that for a reason. Like it has to, I'd like to think that it's somewhat true. So is he the one then you think is the front runner as far as that goes? That's what it feels like. He's getting, it feels like a winner's edit. It feels like, oh my gosh, this guy's really good um completely agree but there's so many good ones like if he i think based on gameplay so far if it was a final tribal and he's in it he should win no matter what against any of the people left but then if he were to go like there's like you said there's three or four other people that are like also potential winners like they have that that vibe to them yes well uh oh yeah Let's 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 end this episode and, and dive into a little because I think I think we're getting to the point where we can start to make some predictions like that as far as who could win over who. Well, quickly, Lindsay wins immunity. Um and then yeah, high goes. That's big episode. Big episode for Lindsay. 
I don't know if you ever should win two competitions in a row once it's in the individual game. I think that's always a bad idea. Now you think you she don't should want have... to throw? Yeah, I was going to no, ask. What do you? You also don't want to throw the immunity because that could just screw you over in the end. But winning two in a row immediately makes you a physical threat. Sure, Jonathan is still the number one physical threat, and thankfully you kept him around. But I would still be scared. Well, okay. In her defense, though, it was down to her and Jonathan, and so if she's trying mm-hmm. to get Jonathan out, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. And at that point, she was. Yes. So I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would knock her too much for that. And I also don't know how much these people are looking at actual. I I don't know. I just feel like they're blinded by Jonathan. And so, like, are. as long as he's in the game, they're not going to notice that she won back-to-back challenges. <laughs> no, that's that's very fair. Yeah, and once he's gone, then it'll come to light. But until then, like, you can just kind of coast off of this, it feels like. Yeah, and I, I feel like she's pretty well protected, too. You know, like, she is – has her name ever been thrown out for anything? No, certainly not. So, like, if you're playing with – Jonathan is still in the game with you're playing with Romeo still in the game even someone like Drea who people are very aware of her power you know I think yeah I don't know I, I think Lindsay was okay to win it it's just I, I feel like it came out of nowhere not like nowhere nowhere because like I'm not saying she like wasn't a good competitor but like holy cow back to back like that's, that is impressive yeah but once you get to the end of that reward challenge like stuff like that where you just have to land it on there that's a crapshoot like anybody could get lucky and hit that shot as long as they get there, you know? Yeah, you're right. And also a lot of balancing this season for individual immunity. I think everyone. Yeah. And that feels like the one thing that Jonathan can't do. And I wonder if that's why there's so much balancing stuff to like even that playing field a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that does feel like the most balanced uh, thing you could nice. do. <laughs> Stupid. I'm mad. Tribal council. Yep. I went home. I don't know. What so yeah. said I went home. I was like, Nathan, you weren't there. That was funny. No, 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 no. Yep. Hi, um, out of there. I don't I don't think anything happened in tribal that I cared about or that I <laughs> it felt like a very everyone is just well well actually here the, the, the things I said to to my to the room I was in watching this episode. Um Mike started talking about being a firefighter and Jeff just lit up. I was like, Jeff loves when people apply their occupation to the game of Survivor. And then Omer started talking about being a vet. And I was like, oh, come on. You're just, you're just, <laughs> Jeff is going crazy right now. Just loving this. And yeah. then Marianne brought up um, an analogy of playing Jenga. And I was like, oh, come on. Now an analogy, a new analogy to describe Survivor. Jeff is just losing his mind right now. And you could see, he's just, he's like, Jenga, interesting. So you're saying Survivor is like a piece of, like, he loves that stuff so much. Any way that you can describe the game of Survivor in a different way that hasn't been said before, Jeff's going to eat that up. I don't think I listen when they talk during Tribal Council anymore because I don't think it matters. It really doesn't. It's all code. Unless it's like a live I paid attention tribal. last week because it was a 15-minute one, so it's like this is important to pay attention to. But ones like this where it's literally just two options and you're being very cryptic about what you're doing, where you're like, we're just going for the biggest threat or whatever they said where Jeff's like, that's great cryptic speak, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You don't know who she could be talking about. Yeah. 
No, it's it's not not important. It is important to note that before tribal high said we're cutting the snake off this head tonight, talking about Jonathan. Mm, he did say that, didn't he? Or no, did he say that or did Jonathan Jonathan say that about high? She's not see that's I'll literally pay attention to tribal. Yeah. Weird choice. But yeah, they go to tribal and vote out high, which is a bummer. High's a fun player, and I think he's He's more similar to Daniel than I think I realized where he is a little chaotic with what he does. Yeah, I'm okay to see him go. I think I've expressed lately that like I was kind of over him. Um, I agree. Like he was good television though, you know, like he was a fun survivor player. And Mm -hmm. so I think I would have liked to see him go a little farther as long as he didn't win. Um, But it makes sense. I think. I have a question for you. Yes. Everybody's so worried about Jonathan winning his way to the end at this point. Do you think that's actually a realistic fear? No. In the game of Survivor? He's won one out of four immunity challenges. Okay. Absolutely not. I'm I'm over this. I'm over this like Jonathan is like this threat, okay? I know like I kind of jokingly say it, but like actually like has anyone ever done that? Like actually won their way to the end and then like won it? thought about it the people that come to mind immediately obviously mike um world apart he there was an idol mixed in there as well but he won i think three maybe two idol one sorry spoilers for other seasons for this little bit this little rant that i have prepared here the other one that comes to mind is ben but that was a lot of idols mixed in there that was a much challenge winning chrissy actually won a lot of those challenges um also ozzy in cook islands he won a lot of immunities to get to final tribal he just lost to yule because yule was kind of the godfather figure so it'd be very funny if history repeated itself jonathan won his way to the end and then lost to omer the godfather of this season um and then the last one i think is well two more probably colby i feel like won a lot towards the end of um australia australian outback and then tom westman one a okay. lot towards the end so of so it's happened a couple times like five times maybe okay two of those people won three maybe oh no colby didn't you're right uh three if you include ben but ben was mostly idols so that i don't think that counts i don't think that counts because i think chrissy was the one in that season so two out of the four that i listed yeah four i thought you listed more because you listed tom colby mike chrissy ozzy five well chrissy was yeah, she won the idols, but she won a lot towards the end, but I don't think she needed to as much. She was very much okay. in control, and everybody was against Ben, so that, that doesn't count. Yeah, so my point is, if you win your way to the end, I don't think that means you win the game. Mm-mm. So, I don't think Jonathan, because I, especially in this case, Jonathan has no, not a huge resume. Nothing that separates him from anyone that will take him to the end. Yeah. I agree. I thought of JT, but I don't think JT did that much. And so I was like thinking about his season for a second. Uh, did Kim? Kim won a lot towards the end, didn't she? I think so. But she was also, it's Kim. Yeah, she's also so much more than just a physical player. Jonathan is very much just a physical player at this point. Well, moral of the story, Jonathan's probably not going to win his way to the end. So uh, seamless little transition there. And if he does, it won't matter. That's that's it. Yeah. That's all. Honestly, I 
I don't think there's a path. Well, there's probably a path for him to win, but I, I don't see it. He would have to really step something up. I think that's where I'm at as far as like game wise. I will give him credit. I think him sniffing out high's lie, I was impressed. Where he was like, just pretty mm-hmm. much went to Omar Mini. He's like, hey, guess what? He just told me. Because uh, that, I don't know. Like to me, that's that like, was a oh, bad wow. lie, though. No, it was like, that <laughs> was atrocious. And I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Survivors taught us over and over again that the comp beast rarely wins in the end. If that's yes. all you have to show for yourself, it doesn't work. Yep. Because I forgot Kelly's wiggle, Kelly Wigglesworth is also in that discussion of just winning her way to the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's not a, it's not a, as a winnable strategy as people might think. Mm-hmm. That's my point. Um, well, Let's talk through some of these people. What do we think? Yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about Jonathan there and we talked about Omer, I think. Let's go person by person and be like, okay, what are their, what's their actual likelihood to win? Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds great. So, Jonathan, we both agree, not high. No, I think the combination of getting to the end, just because his name has been thrown out ever since the merge, and also the winning aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would. Not the least likely, but as of now, he'd have to be paired with the exact correct people in Final Tribal to be, in order yeah. to win. <laughs> Who would those exact correct people be, do you think? Probably Romeo. I would say Romeo's on the bottom of the list of people that could win. Those would be the two that I would think. I Yeah, potentially Marianne. But Marianne, I could also see a path with her winning. Like, I don't think she's out of it. Okay. So, so like, actually, let's do likelihood that he makes it to the end and then likelihood that he can win in the end. Let's do those as separate things. We don't have to for Jonathan because I think we've talked about him enough, but for the next ones, because like you might have a good chance of getting there. We might think like, oh, you're in a really good position. You can get there. Yeah. But what are you going to do once you get there? Um, Let's go Drea. What do you think? Uh, Drea, I think, is pretty, pretty down the middle, I think, on both ends. I mean, you can't Mm -hmm. ignore her advantages that are still in the game. You know, she's got three of them still. Uh, and one of them just became more powerful. So her and Lindsay, if yep. they want to, can steal someone's vote. That's huge. That's huge at seven people. Mm-hmm. Not only that, she has an extra vote plus a knowledge is power. Do you, ooh, do you think she could use her knowledge is power on Lindsay's amulet and have the whole thing to herself? I don't Maybe. think so. That'd be wild. I think that'd be the wrong choice because they should all know that Mike has an idol, right? They should, yes. Yeah. And so if she really wants something, that would be the move. Yes. So she but, she is hmm. safe and she doesn't even need these three things. Mm-hmm. She knows that Marianne has an extra vote, I think. Yeah. So Drea, Drea can do whatever she wants right now. So it's feeling good to be set up to go to the end. She actually holds all the cards in a way. Which I'm surprised she's not using that more. She I guess had she had to. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like she did use an idol last week, so that flushed one of them. Um, and, and she was probably the one that was going to be going home 
before the whole conversation about race and everything. So she was probably yes. going to need to use it regardless. Yeah, correct. And and high, she probably just wanted high out, you know. So the fact that mm-hmm. she's sitting pretty with all these advantages, that like, I feel like the jury loves to hear that. It's like, hey, I had all these advantages, but I didn't need them. They love to hear mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd say she. I'm talking myself into her now. I think she's got a decent shot at winning as well. I think I'd put her uh, on a scale of a ten because that just makes things easier. I think I'd put her at a six to get to the end. Six to get to the end. Seven to get to the end, and then likelihood of winning once she's there i'd probably put her at a five it really depends on who she's there with and how they can articulate them articulate themselves once they get there yeah i mean do we need to talk about omer more or do we talk about him enough because i think we're both high on him because i i think think this thing that scares me with him is his ability to communicate why he should win because the downside of being so in the shadows in making all these decisions yourself is no one realizes it. So it really depends on his ability to be like, Hey, I did this, 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 and this, and it was behind the scenes and you didn't realize I was doing it, but I was, that's such an important thing to be able to communicate. Yes, I agree. And I, I really think that a lot of these people that we're talking about, like Drea, for example, it's the difference of whether or not I think she'll win is depending if Omer's there, <laughs> you know? Yep. It's like, are you going to be against Omer? Or are you going to be against Romeo? <laughs> and that's, I don't know. I think, so I'm, I'm look, that's how the lens I'm viewing this to, like through right now is like, Omer is my front runner by a mile mm-hmm. and anyone else it's, are they going to sit next to him at the end? <laughs> I think going from Omer to the next person that I think has a very good chance to get there and also to win is honestly Lindsay. I think Lindsay's in a phenomenal spot, especially to get there. I think she has all the right relationships, like we were saying before, but also like she's been maybe not making the decisions, but she's been in a power position for a lot of the game and been a part of those decisions for a lot of it. So even if she wasn't making the actual, like she's, she's there, she's making these moves, she's doing these things and that, that matters um yeah she's the one that picked omer and mike so that they could make this plan to get high like it wouldn't have probably might have come together without her but she's she's in a really good position i think those three drea Lindsay, and omer are my three favorites at this point yeah I, i'd agree with that and i think i, I kind of mentioned this earlier but i feel like Lindsay and omer are playing such similar games i think for mm-hmm. her the the difference will be can she separate herself enough from him if they find themselves in the final three together, because I think if they're in the final three, he definitely looks a little better on paper mm-hmm. um, because he was a little more invested um, in the calling the shots. And that doesn't, I mean, like she's played a nearly flawless game up until mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. But he's just done a little more to be in control. And I think for her, like, I don't, I don't know if I could see her gunning for him or trying to take him out because she might not even be fully aware of the conversations he's having. And that's the tough part is that they, they're playing such similar games and she might not realize that. That's really what determines whether Omer can get there is if they find out what he's been doing. Because if they don't, I think he, he's almost a shoe in for that final tribal. Mm-hmm. But if they can find out 
these conversations that he's having and these things that he's doing, yeah, they're they're going to cut him immediately. He's a bigger threat than Jonathan. Or he should be a bigger threat than Jonathan at that point. Yeah. I, I yeah, totally agree. Lindsay right, is let's... probably my number two, I'd say. Lindsay's your number two? I think so. And then Drea, number three. So, Omer, Lindsay, Drea, I think I would agree with that. I yeah. think that's those are the three best players currently. Jonathan has a fair chance to get there probably, but he's such a big threat. I That's going to be difficult unless he wins his way there. Um, what's that number four? Votes against. Okay. Um, Romeo, do you see him making final tribal? Only as a goat. And yep. I think he has, he's done a good enough job staying in the shadows. Like he got, I mean, he didn't get high out. He voted with high, which we didn't talk about, which is interesting against Jonathan. I don't know if they left him on the loop or what the what the deal was with that, <laughs> but I think they just didn't tell him. <laughs> um, but he seems to be a non-threat at this point. Like he lasted long enough being on the outs, where nobody's even concerned about him, which is good in the sense of getting to the end, which I think he actually has a decent shot. It's not good in the sense of I don't think he's got a shot to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see a path for him to win. I think everybody beats him unless he somehow finds himself in a power position. But everybody, especially if they kept him out of this vote, nobody wants to work with him. And so he's just screwed at that point. Yeah, he would have to do something very drastic, like get some big power moves. But what we've seen of him so far, I don't think he has that in him. Like, mm-hmm. I, I cannot picture him controlling a vote. I cannot picture him winning immunity you know like all of the things that you need to do to win i just don't see it in him i'm still so fascinated why drea just entirely dropped him i mean the more i see of him i think it makes sense because you do see him as like the sporadic player like he doesn't really feel like level-headed and he seems a little mm-hmm. like so i think on the blue tribe we might have had this false sense of like like i thought he was a decent player on the blue tribe but i think it was just because it, it was more so him it just kind of behind her the whole time even though he thought Mm -hmm. he was gonna teach her how to play yeah Um, i'm gonna teach her how to play survivor (laughs) i know strong women so i know how to teach strong women how to do things right Um, uh weird thing so i don't know it makes perfect sense to me while she's like i don't think i wanna i I don't want to pair up and be known for this Mm -hmm. dude (laughs) that's fair i feel like there was something that because it was like they were a duo they were a duo and I don't know if they ever said that or we just assumed that based on how they were playing. But then suddenly it was just like, yeah, I want nothing to do with Romeo. So that was fascinating. Do you see a path for Mike to get to the end, Nathan? Mike is the toss-up for me. Mm-hmm. And I still can't tell if I like his gameplay or not. <laughs> like, it's not bad. He's not doing anything incorrect. But there's also not much that he is himself doing. Mm-hmm. And so he's being controlled by High, and now he's being controlled by Omer and Lindsay. Right, and I'll give him credit. He was a big yeah. reason Chanel went out. Mm-hmm. That is true. Uh, he, I think, has aligned himself correctly. At least, like, Jonathan, I don't think, will ever go for Mike. Um, Roxroy, he, um, I don't think he had much of a say in that. But that was, so, like, so, like, he's not, he's playing a social game. And I don't think he is on anyone's radar, but mm-hmm. I, I do think in this case, he might not be on anyone's radar because they don't view him as a threat to win. 
Yeah, I, I think I think he might be on people's radar just because I feel like he could get the classic like, oh, people love you, Mike. And so we had to get rid of you because every, the jury loves you so much and we don't want to like lose you because of that. Sure. I was thinking about the jury. I don't know if that's true, but I could see that being the case. I mean, Rockshore would throw him a vote. Chanel, no. Chanel, certainly not. I don't I don't know how high feels right now about him. Mm-hmm. High took it very well. I want to say that. High took he did, it and yes. voted out. And even if he was like furious on the inside, I will always respect people that put up that kind of a face when they get voted out. Yes. No, you are you are correct with that. Uh so maybe that will yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll he would vote for Mike in the end, despite Mike voting against him. Mm-hmm. Mike definitely Mike's definitely the biggest toss up. I don't think I can say for sure what I'm feeling. It, it could go either way for him. It really could. Which, to be fair, that's the case for everybody, but he's the most. Although yeah, I, sure. I will say, I will say I'm pretty confident he won't win. I I do think that. I think that's yes. fair. Getting to the end, I think, is the more toss-up. Okay. I can buy that. The last... Um... But not least, I was deciding whether or not I was going to add that part. Uh, we have Marianne. Yeah. I mean, we both kind of said it. We, <laughs> I think edit, it was it was because of the edit at first, earlier in this season, where it's like, she's getting so much screen time, 0% chance she's going home. Um, and that that's what kind of let me, us, one of us, both of us, I don't know, to like think that she's probably going to make it to final tribal. And I still think that. I think she, I think a lot of this season is giving her good camera time. I don't think she has what it takes to win, though. I don't think, I can't imagine her having a good final tribal. Yes. Like her explaining to the jury why she should win. Yeah. Every time she talks, it's just a roller coaster of like, what are you trying to say? Yep. I no, think I, the social yeah. relationship she has could be super valuable. I feel like we, it's been highlighted, her beef with Jonathan. But I think with everybody else, there must be at least some good good blood there. Right now, oh my goodness. The Orange Tribe could just run it. There's four of them. They, they could just de- destroy everyone else and then just go with just the four of them. I mean, I think they have been to a certain extent. Maybe not like as obvious. Like they haven't, the four of them sat down and had conversations. But they've all been a part of it, you know, like mm-hmm. jo- whether it's Jonathan and Omer talking about who they're going to go for Lindsay and Omer talking about it, you know? So like in a way they are um, even the first vote when they had that eight person Alliance and Marianne was on the outs, she was still in on the vote. So they are at yeah. least letting her know what the vote is, even if she's not in the majority Alliance with them. Mm-hmm. So I do think they have a lot of strong ties and I know we saw them maybe going after Jonathan but it didn't happen. And, and I wonder if that's why. Yes. You know, I do. The more I think about it, the more I do stand by, I want, I, I think Omer probably wants Jonathan around a little longer. And mm-hmm. so I don't know who would go home next week. <laughs> that's where I'm at. Because I don't think it's Romeo. I think that's too easy. Oh, yeah. Who would it be? I mean, I, I think it might be someone on the orange. To be, to be honest, I think if Jonathan loses, I think it's got, I think it's going to be him. 
I, I could see Jonathan going next week. I think it would be Jonathan or Drea, honestly. I just I want to see some I want to see some advantages played. I want to see a better tribals. I feel like tribals have been like a little weak as far as like I don't know. Especially everybody's gotten too good at like hiding their actual like meaning or what they're actually thinking. And so it's just a bunch of cryptic analogies and yeah, it's crazy because of this and this and this, but not actually giving us any actual substance. Yeah, I just want to see like I mentioned this last season too, but if we're going to have these advantages, I want to see them in play. You know, I want another yeah. moment where Xander has a fake idol and, and tricks Liana into using her advantage against him. And, you know, like we have one, two, three, four, five, six. We have seven advantages in the game right now. Well, I guess technically six. I counted the ambulance twice. Six advantages yeah. in the game. When are we going to see them in play? Yeah, people just stockpile advantages these days. Or they just go to the people with that are in the best position. Like, High had the amulet, but that was never going to be used. Tori didn't have anything, right? Roxroy. Did Roxroy have anything? No, definitely not. Oh, it's the shot in the dark status. I'm looking at the wiki, and it says used or unused. Um, yeah, I'd love to see. I, I, the last thing that I would ever want is another game changer situation where there's five advantages or four advantages used in the final tribe or, like, final six. And it screws over one person. Like those, that's always the worst thing in the world. Though it would be spicy if all of the extra votes were used in one tribal. That would be fascinating. But I mean, when is it final five that they can use their last advantages? Yeah. Okay. So we have three more tribals <clears throat> to get rid of six advantages. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Some of them might go unused. The idols will for sure be used on that last one if they're not earlier. I mean, just, okay. If all the idols remain in there, that would mean Drea will be safe to final four. Marianne and Mike would all be safe to the final four. Mm -hmm. I think Omar goes out final five because of the idols and Jonathan wins immunity that challenge. It is if Jonathan makes it that far. But yeah, that Jonathan would be, or Lindsay. That would be so upsetting. Don't speak that into existence. I'm just saying. That's that's where we're headed. Wait, there's one, two, three, four, five. Why can't I count? I can't count. Okay. So far, what would you rate this season out of 10? Um six really i so far and this is without every like it might stink at the end i'd put it in the seven to eight range i almost won seven it's a very good this is a very good season i think i think the tribal councils have not been exciting okay i can i can hear that criticism i think back to like legendary seasons and there's always good tribals it's always a Someone plays an idol correctly. Somebody, you know, I, I know we're not a fan of like the live tribals. I feel like the fandom is pretty much anti that, but it makes it fun. It makes it fun when they talk to each other and get up and like. What makes it not fun is when you say, let's all circle up and decide what we're going to do. 
Sophie. <clears throat> <laughs> but that was an entertaining season. No, but that was the most annoying tribal in the world. If people are like talking to each other and it's like one-on-one, maybe three-person conversations happening, that that I can live with, I think. But if you, yeah, if you all just gather into one group and make a decision, like get out of my face, what are we doing here? Who went home to tribal? That would have been, was that the Kim? Might have been. Or was that Tyson too? Oh, maybe. I think it was Tyson too. Tyson 2, the sequel. Hey, it's a sequel I'll always be here for. <laughs> Tyson 2. Hey, we got the challenge starting soon. We do. That'll be fun. Wait, when does that start? Oh, All-Stars, right? Yep. So you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, they haven't even filmed 38. But it, apparently they are? There's leaks or like rumors? Yeah, I think so. I hope. I, I don't want it to end. I want it to be better, but I don't want it to end. There was a big uh, Reddit post that they, the Instagram handle changed from like MTV the challenge to just the challenge. And so a million oh. speculations on that one. Interesting. That's, that's what Reddit's good for, you know? I wonder, yeah. I wonder if that's just opening it up for like the CBS people. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Definitely Paramount Plus too. I saw one know? potential spoiler for that season. Are we going to, we'll talk about it for record for that later, I guess. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Should we wrap up Wait, this episode? <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> we we can always talk about the challenge off the corning of the Survivor I podcast. I dipped into our extra conversation around the podcast in the podcast. That's on me. That's fine. All right. For more episodes, visit notgameallpersonal.com. Uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at NGAPpod. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most of podcasts, really. Uh, Nathan. This is Tony, and we will see you next week. Laters, Gators.